0: Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever changing world of social media. Hello folks welcome to the show. I'm Jeff C and I'm Grace Duffy.
1: and we're excited to be joined today by special guest Ramon Rain. We're going to be discussing how small businesses can navigate messaging and marketing during a civil movement. And if you don't know who Ramon is, he is a global keynote speaker. He's a event host. he's a bestselling author and entrepreneur and he is the founder of Smart Hustle Media and is an in-demand commentator on marketing technology, mindset, startups, and so much more. Ramon, thank you so much for coming and being a part of the show today.
2: Jeff, I'm honored to be here. Glad to be here. And Grace, thanks for having me. Jeff, thanks for having me. And of course, a, a long time uh, member of the community of SME going to many events and seeing the education you all do. So thank you for serving the community, making sure we know everything about Pinterest, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, LinkedIn, and more. Thank you both. Thank you, man.
0: <laughs> thank you. So let's just get into this. You know, we are in a very pivotal time in history right now. You know, it's all around us. And the big question on everyone's mind is how do business owners and small businesses navigate around these major civil and societal movements? How do they communicate like? Give us give us your advice.
2: Sure, sure. It's not easy. And I'll unpack a little no. bit. I'll take a 30 seconds or a minute. And we'll see how sure. long I'll see. If Jeff goes like this, I'll know you <laughs> I'm talking too long. <laughs> You'll be good. But here's here's the bottom line. I think there's two uh, major things that are happening today. We had COVID, which happened at the beginning of March, as many people were trying to get probably to South by Southwest. I remember Friday, March 13th, and I saw that close and end, mm. and it just was a ta ta I think the word is, uh, you know, of, of business lost and things being canceled. So that was one major thing. Businesses have tried to communicate, talk about it and, and have said things as best they can about the closings and openings and face masks. Or no, all those things we navigate. Then, of course, of recent age, George Floyd was murdered and that uh, uh, engulfed and started a huge amount of one discussion, which I think is great. You know, unpeeling America's uh, past sins and historical neglect and biases and, and white privilege and all these things that we're talking talking about uh, today, and not today, maybe on this show in particular, these things, but the conversation going on. Uh, Protests have started, which I think protests are a great thing. Riots have started, uh, looting and and vandalism of property, which I'm not for that. Uh, But I think that it started the conversation. So, Grace, you asked a great question. What does this mean? I think sometimes, Grace and Jeff and the audience listening, and I love your insights, too, from the audience, is that there rises things in which we're going to unpack today that are beyond just A tornado happened in my town, Mm. beyond just a fire happened in a warehouse in New Jersey. You really, as business owners, and I think we're going to keep this business focused today, don't really have to take a stand or think about it too much. COVID, that was kind of a government push. You put your little sign up, work for three months or two months due to governor, whoever said, and we all get it. But I think this, where you have this issue that's happening with race, and and this will not be the first discussion. Tomorrow, it could be something else. I think this is what businesses are grappling. What do we do? And I'll finalize, Grayson and Jeff, and then I'll turn, thank you for listening a little bit here. (laughs) Thank you, is that what I would say at the top, what things I've been thinking about is, how do my employees feel? My team, I think that for business, that's most important. Two, how do my customers feel? What are they doing? Three, how do I feel? I happen to be a black guy. So these things, especially George Floyd, does impact me. And I've made, as you all can see, some pretty public statements in my Facebook about it. How does the marketplace feel? So I think that's where it goes from there in deciding what we're trying to figure out today is how do we communicate in this crisis? Because pretty much everything you say is gonna offend somebody. So that's where it's important to at least think about it as we're talking about today in crisis. And today we know the crisis around us, which are obvious. How do we communicate and share?
1: That's great. Great insights there. So Ramon, and I talked to Grace about, and you before the show, even about this. So, you know, if I would go to like a Lamaze class or a birthing class and tell everybody like, this is how you do it. This is what you do. And like this, I, I have no frame of reference and I, I never will. And so, you know, and this is a struggle that I think a lot of business owners have. They're like, you know, once we decide to take a public stance, you know, what could, what do we need to consider and how do we plan? I mean, I know it's a lot of times, you know, there's, we want to just go out and say how we're feeling or whatever, but yeah. what do we need to really like dive into and really think before we
2: do some of these things? Because like you mentioned just, just previously, this, it could have ramifications. Yes. Yes. Correct. And anything you say is most likely going to be, I wouldn't say wrong, but there's going to be somebody who you, you went off. And I think a few things that come to mind for, for me, uh, Jeff, I think in deciding with that, I think one, and, and and you may have to recap the question because I want to answer it a different mm-hmm. way before I get right to the answer to the question. I think a, as we know in business, some people are very aware, what they believe on their sleep, right? Mm-hmm. We have companies like Patagonia, like Salesforce, whatever, they've proven to be in the middle of political discussion for ages. Other right. businesses, like my own business. No, no shame about it. That's just not my jam to get into whether save the earth or the whales or mm-hmm. plastic or all these things. Just not my cup of tea. I'm who I am. I'm a person of faith. No hiding that. But meaning for my business, I pretty much like you and Grace do talk about Twitter and retargeting and right. how we can grow our business right. and our personal brand. But then sometimes then I think the market is demanding your customers. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you say you're selling water bottles to the Hispanic market making it up, right? Right. And something big happens in that market. Your customers are looking, okay, I bought from them. What do they think? So I think that the ramification, I think that was the main question, Jeff, mm-hmm. correct? The ramifications to consider, yes?
1: Yeah, so what, you know, what should you consider and, and how can okay. they plan? How can they plan yeah. to, to make a
2: public stance? Sure, so I think here's the thing to consider. I think the options you have are do nothing. That is one option. The other option is to go all in one way or another. The other option is to try to do some, which often Jeff is confusing in the middle. And I say this is where it gets very difficult. And I must say, as we go into this discussion, Jeff and Grace, I don't know if we'll have a right answer. Like, here's the prescription for anybody. But I hope we get people thinking. Mm. And I think for me, Jeff, I think people individually, especially let's talk to the very small businesses. You have to decide what's my core. What do I believe? Mm. What do I believe? And I'm not going to give a yes or no, because I want to respect the SME platform here. But let's say the discussion of is it all lives matter versus black lives matter. So right. I'm not going to get into the political thing. Those who are commenting. That's not I don't think we're going to talk, touch on those things today. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get guidance. Right. So my something like that. You need to decide where do you stand? And And when I say where do you stand, Jeff? How do you want to telegraph it? That's usually what the important thing is, right? right. And I'll, I'll just say it, you all don't have to, but this issue, again, not getting political here, I'm trying to say it so that I can help people think, defund the police. When I heard it, I'm like, are they saying, get rid of all police? Right. Then you read further and people are saying, no, no, we mean to get more police funding to help homeless people. So I'm not making a judgment here, but those are things you need to be careful how you say what flag you put on your front of your... Uh, you know, your marketing agency, your LinkedIn consultancy, your website company, and what you mean. So, if that's helpful, my point is, I think though, sometimes I do think my vote would be sometimes when all America's talking, when you don't say anything, especially if your constituency's asking Jeff and Grace, mm. I lean towards it gets a bit, people wonder, you know, everybody. Right, yeah. saying, the guys with beards are bad, right. everybody's saying it, and Ramon's silent, like, mm hmm. Well, maybe Jeff thinks that Ramon's saying guys with beards are bad. You get what I'm trying to say. Right.
1: Well, I want to pull up a comment. This is from Nadine. She goes, I think saying something can offend someone, but also not saying something also says something. It's tough to navigate for businesses for sure. And so I think, you know, that I think a lot of people who are tuning in feel that pain. And I really appreciate um, you coming on and talking about this because like even – uh Brianna from uh she the this topic is so important and I'm so lost and so excited to learn today and I think uh, I've seen a lot of you know people talking and maybe a lot of people not listening and I think listening and then doing what you're saying is where does do you believe as a company and it may be time to say something so I think that's really that's really spot on thanks Ray for uh, for that I always call you Ray because
2: you're in the last that's name good, I always you do it all the time as long as I can go by your place for some good brisket but, that's right um, exactly <laughs> But also one thing to add, Jeff, is that I think this is why it's a dilemma because this has reached to the height, right? This has reached so high, so to the to the national core that when you don't say, as I think one of the people in the in the comments, and mm-hmm. thanks for sending the comments, that people assume for right or for wrong, but yet the fear is there. Think of what's happened right in World War II. There came a point. The U.S. was trying to be neutral, trying to be neutral, but mm-hmm. there came a point where they're like, you know, our neutrality is hurting people. So I think that's the dilemma that many business face.
0: Yeah. So we have a comment here from Rainbow and Fortnite. So that's her name on, or their name on, on, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and it says, um, and it's quite salient. It says, if you're silent, people will fill in the space for you. And I think that is a fear of many companies. And, um, Amanda Green also said that organizations are getting called out in support or not in support. And you're having to make a statement one way or another. And, and it puts you in a position. So if your business does decide that they have a sentiment to share. They have a position to share. Is there, do you have any advice on how the best way is to message it? Like what, what things should you include? What should you, avoid? what should you consider? And then even stuff like, where should you even post it? Like, where is it most effective? And then um, I think people are just looking for guidance of like, how do you share it in a way that seems authentic and genuine and reaches the people that you want it to reach Absolutely. and not necessarily offend people that you.
2: No, it, for sure. It, yeah, absolutely. it's tough. No, I'll tell you, Grace, the things that a few things I've seen and not being the spokesperson for everybody in the world, but a few things that I've seen that I think can work. I think one, people have had conversations here. Of course, this is more about a conversation for business owners navigating communication, this conversation. But let's say in a back room, you know, let's say the law office, the accounting firm, those who are web developers. So one tip, Grace, is the conversation. Sit down and say, listen, uh, as Jeff kind of said it in the green room at the beginning or others may say, I'm not you. Right. I don't. I'm not I'm not of, of what you're going through, but I do want to take an hour in the company mail room, whatever it is. And I want to listen. Mm-hmm. I want to understand from your perspective, my customers, my employees, especially what's going on. That's one. Two, I was in a meeting yesterday. It was pretty public. So I'll say as part of the National Speakers Association, one of our ex- previous executives, he said, listen, in the past, I've not made a big enough effort. And I'll just, you know, to get a little what we're talking about here to be inclusive, mm-hmm we all nobody fired him or, or shot him we appreciated his vulnerability so that's two by using this opportunity to learn and say listen i screwed up i could have been better i could have not made fun of so-and-so or done this whatever it was So i think that's two and i think three then you ask grace for a tactical thing of where to put it listen i think any i think a we all facebook twitter any public statement public places you can say listen we see there's a lot happening and we just want to say that we support so on and so forth. And I think uh Grace and Jeff, now the, the, the challenge here, which again, I'm careful. I don't want to inject because again, in here we're trying to educate others to right. decide themselves. But I think that the challenge gets us where, as I said before, right, let's just, I'm just going to state the obvious, the police issue. Some people have strongly used the words defund the police. Others are hearing that to mean you don't support police, but yet there's a variable that you can support police and say, we need to have more money for homeless. So that, I'm not going to say what you should type, but that's where, in fairness to many, it can be a bit challenging. You want to be in solidarity? Yes, defund the police. You meant help homeless. And then you have half your customers saying, Mm -hmm. whoa, you're not for veterans. You're not for law abiding people. So that's where it gets a bit sticky. Yeah, yeah, I agree
1: great clarification. So here, so Eric brings up this great question because I know a lot of, a lot of people aren't like, uh, like you and I are solopreneurs or, you know, entrepreneurs and have our own kind of like company and all that stuff. But you know, what if you work like a social media manager for some companies and, uh, like Eric goes, it can feel confusing as well to be inside a company and have beliefs and then wonder if you're allowed to say anything on social or not, or be shot down. And I think that's a real struggle that, uh, you know, people have in our industry right now.
2: Yeah, I think so. And Eric, I think it's a good point. I'll just give, if I may, Grace and Jeff, I know I can, but I just, if I may use a real example again, I happen to be a black guy, I happen to be a friend of, of SME, but I'll just give an example. Right. If I work for a company and to Eric and all those listening, but Eric, you brought out a great point. And so one, I'd go to my manager, go to my boss. Now you have to remember now, if they're a total idiot and they will fire you just by saying, Hey, listen, let's say Grace, Miss Grace, cause she's the boss now, right? Miss Grace, <laughs> could I have a conversation with you at lunch? Could you sit down with me to talk? If Grace won't even listen to you or fires you for that, you shouldn't even be there. That's one. You should just leave. Two though, now Miss Grace, or Grace, can I have a conversation? So now step two is happening. You're having the conversation. Grace, three, now you're gonna unpack it. You've seen everything that's happened to Grace. And I just wanna say that for years, I felt uncomfortable, Grace at your company. I love working here, but a few times in a lunchroom, a few times here and there, I felt my promotions. You see where I'm going with right. this. So you're unpacking and respectful when talking. Now, grace has the opportunity to say, I hear you, I understand, I disagree or whatever it is, but I love you and we'd like to be here, or you know what, you're right. Let's make this right. So you, mm-hmm. you see what I'm going, so I think, again, without trying to get too detailed because it's hard in this vacuum, right, right, right. but I think mm-hmm. the discussion and so that's my recommendation because I think it's great. For those of you who work for a company, you have to speak up. And I think that two reasonable people, if they want to be able to listen, like a marriage, right? <laughs> you know, like a marriage, if they want to listen, they can, they can, they can come to some common ground. And I think that now you have to respect your boss and, and the company as well, the money, the profit, and and their concerns. Are you saying, hey, boss, we need to go march, we need to have a banner up, or we need to make a statement. I think those are fair things to to uh, to offer some sort of solution or, or options that that the manager or your boss, the owner may want to do. That's great. Great. I don't advice. know that's
0: good advice. Yeah. I mean it's relationship one oh one right? You have to have that communication.
2: I think it's important. Absolutely. Cause you can't do that. I mean, again, that's where I said, and I really mean it. If you're even, you know, I was of course messing with you, Grace, you know, but Grace <laughs> the boss now of the big plastic company, whatever she's the boss of our, or you know, designer website firm. And I'm like, Grace, can I talk to you? No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about that. That That's not, then there that's, I should just start looking for a job and go work for Jeff, you know? So
0: <laughs> I agree. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs>
1: So let's focus a little bit on like advertising and, and sales and we talked about this a little bit before in the green room cuz we saw several brands come under fire this past week for continuing their like their planned ad campaigns they didn't put anything on pause and and saw uh, we saw on several occasions people saying how they aren't calling anyone out but are noting who is doing what so they're they're watching is what they're saying so when is it appropriate to pause marketing efforts like ads and promotions and like how long is there like you know, how long are we supposed to stop? You know, when can we start? I mean, we're in, like you said at the beginning, uh, it was like, we're in this, we're in this COVID thing. And now we've got this and like, when do we start? How long do we pause? What do we do to to keep going? And so I'd love to
2: know your thoughts on this. Absolutely. Shout out to Jason G. I got to shout out to you. Um, so like, here's my thing. I think let's put these in two different buckets, Jeff, uh, based on again, and thank, I just want to repeat again. Thank you for having me. I'm speaking here as those listening as a regular business owner, as best I can. I'm not a DNI, you know, diversity and inclusion expert, all these things, but here's my thinking. Cause I've gone through it, Jeff and grace with clients, some big, big, big name clients who you all know, simple mm-hmm. Google search. You can find out who I work with big names that all of you know, and buy their products, they've gone through it as well. Well, we've paused things. So here's my thinking. The bigger the company you are, with the bigger reach, I think in a way you have the implicit or explicit, whatever big word, responsibility Mm -hmm. to show something. Whether you really give a darn or not about the issue, you have to do something because it's going to directly impact your profits and your customers. You have people, a million people screaming at you. That's one. Mm -hmm. So I think those big companies, Jeff and Grace, I think they kind of have to. Pay homage to what's going on. I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. Right. I mean because they're a huge company. You know, ten million customers, who are in this case, let's say one third black and a third Mexican, a third regular white people, and you get my point. All these right. things. I think for let's say the smaller businesses, web design firms. Since you're smaller, listen. If you're serving, let's again, uh, please allow me to use a real example. You're serving many, especially in the black and brown community who may be directly impacted, crying over this, hurt over this as I have been because I am black. It, it, may, it was more personal for me. Mm-hmm. I think you should give some empathy. And I think that's the word that I really mean to say. Empathy to know. Let me try to get a sense as best I can. How is this feeling to my customers? Because you're right. That's the last thing you want to do to go in. You know, I live in the New York area, so that's why I'm using these things to go to the Harlem Public School where I spoke at. Hey, everybody, let's have a pizza party. Buy my books. (laughs) Hello? Right. That's not sensitive. Yeah. But I think that. So I think that what I'm trying to say, Jeff, is I think it takes the business owner to ask and get the temperature and find out how people are. Because and I hope, you know, if I offend people by saying this, if you're in, you know, some tiny town and you're, you know, doing water delivery service. I don't know if you have to say today we're going to, out of respect for George Floyd, we're going to stop delivering. I don't know if you have to do that. I, I just don't know if that's if that's called for such a small company because then you start hurting your customers. Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps. And I'm not trying to have it both ways. Right. Just being mm-hmm. practical is that I think for bigger brands, they can afford and they need to make these bigger public statements. But I think that's why it's kind of Grace's original or first question is if you're doing something and if you want to take a stand, you want to do a comment, you're you're doing a, a just a Facebook live. For your customers, I say, you know what? Go on. That's my something like that. I'm not saying you should do it, right. but it's that with some guidance. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. No, I agree. And it's hard because, you know, we, we're talking about small business here today, but, you know, you mentioned your, you know, your large global brands. And it's hard to say, hey, something happening in the U.S., like my company's in Denmark, right? right. Or my like my brother-in-law's companies in Germany. Like, do they pause operations? I mean, of course, what we saw this last few weeks has been a global thing. So it is out of the norm or, you know, Out of the ordinary, but that is a big question. But you did mention also, you know, hey, you're, you're giving this talk in a, in a Harlem school and you're like, Hey, buy my book. Right. So you definitely don't want to do that, but there is a lot of discomfort there around how small businesses can show their support for things in a honest and genuine way, genuine way without appearing opportunistic. Right. Do you have any advice for sharing those resources for a community? Or, you know, if you did write a book that you know, does speak to exactly what is happening at the moment and you think it's helpful and you want to put it out there as a resource. How do you do that in a way that seems empathic and genuine and honest and not so much by my book?
2: Yeah. Uh, And Grace, my only advice, don't do it. You'll be dinged and absolutely wrong. It's so tempting. Now, again, it's something that we're all familiar with, social media marketing world has the feed up right at the events and all that. Right. Yeah. Ramon can hold his book up. Hey, three <laughs> tips, but hey, yeah. my book. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. but I think on that one, Grace, I'd run from it and do nothing. Let's say, for example, you wanted to show support for black entrepreneurs, black founders, as it were, mm-hmm. so if you wanted to go there, I would pick everybody else's book pick somebody else's business or just, you know, something else like that. Hey, I'm donating money to X or, you know, because I, if that's what you truly feel. So I think that's, that's the way I go, because you're right. It's easy to get caught up in, Oh, wow. I have four books about this or my, or or I can put up my, my black uh, salespeople, you know, they can go out now. Nah, don't, don't, don't. People will see through that. It'll just ding you. Uh, it, It just, it's inauthentic. It's tempting. I get it. You know, we're all scrounging for money, right? COVID has set us all back. But I'd run from that, but it's, but I know it's on people's minds. So what I would do is just, that's where I think go the long-term play, the altruistic, the general, with the heart feels. I think that goes best and that goes longer.
1: So I want to circle back to when we were talking about like, pausing and when to come back because Sarah G over on YouTube has a great question. She goes, so, so the company has released a statement and and their plans for action. What are some tips for transitioning back to usual content? Well, this is real important while making it clear that our consumers, that we still continue to care because we talked about, you know, coming back, we, we, we need to eat and we need to put out stuff and, and continue business and commerce. But how can we continue to show that we care? We don't want it to be like, Hey, I released a statement. I, I cover, I checked that box and now it's business as usual. So I think that's, I think that's a really good question, Sarah. Thank you for asking that is how do we continue to show support and love and solidarity with, you know, th- this type
2: of thing? Sure. Sure. And I think, and Sarah, again, thank you for the question. I think two things I'll say, Jeff, I think this is an opportunity. This is a point in time, George Floyd's life. That video was a snippet in time. It's never, we're never going to go back there mm. Two the demonstrations which I'm for. I think it's good to protest and 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 you know have civil discourse and, and right. things like that. Attention. I'm against the riots, but I think the damage to my point is that let's say in Sarah's case, she decides to make a statement. That's good. It's that's your decision. Do it. But I think the deeper issue, Jeff and Grace, and this is what I will unapologetically say and use this platform to say, is that it's opening up wounds and enabling discussion that many of us know, but that we don't say. Mm -hmm. And I think out of George Floyd's death, whatever political side you are, whatever you believe, all lives, black whatever you believe, I think the one thing, 99.9 percent, everybody will agree that we can all do better with diversity, Mm -hmm. all better with with Ramon saying, you know what? Huh. I, I haven't talked to to, you know. Grace type people in a while, or I haven't had grace type people. You get what I'm trying to say on my stage. Let me have grace type people. You know what it's, I have, I have five Ramon and grace type people. I don't have any Jeff type people. I need to have that. So I think that's why I think it was Sarah, whoever asked it that that should come out of this, that all of us in Jeff's business, grace's business, what I'm doing that will all eyes are open more Mm -hmm. and we can be more empathetic and go to the people who are disenfranchised. Today, it's about black people. Today, it's about what's happened to Gregory Floyd. But tomorrow, it could be someone in a wheelchair. So I will continue the fight. I will have the discussions about black disparities, about white privilege, about wealth, generational wealth, all these things. Let's keep that. But I do think with all of us in the bigger scope, I hope we lead this discussion that all of us can just be better people. And after the you know, the, the thing is up on there, the, the, the posting, just the black mm. image on Instagram, you know, uh, uh, Blackout Tuesday, whatever. Right. Well, oh, that's great. All these things. But then let's all be better people. Let, let the, the images, right? You're a designer. I'm sure there's a lot of designers that use Canva and all these tools out there. It, 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 you Normally you'd have five white girls. You know what? Put one or two black ones, or Philippine or Korean for that matter, you know? So that's where I think if this leads us, we'll be in a good place. Mm-hmm.
1: that's good. And Kim, I want to pull up Kim Gars' comment. She goes, "We all can do be all can do better with equality." Love this. Thanks Kim. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you.
2: Indeed. Thanks Kim.
0: Absolutely, Kim. <laughs> And I love the comments. Keep them coming. I'm glancing
2: at them as I'm listening to uh, uh, Jeff and Grace as well. I love the comments. Yeah. So Angelica says,
1: absolutely, Kim. It's a worldwide mission. So yes. And Carrie also says, yes. Be better. Listen and learn. So yeah. So listening and learning—that was the whole focus I wanted. uh, We wanted to do for this show today. And like, how can we learn and we can listen at the same time? So uh, thank you so much, Carrie, for for pointing that out as well. So yeah, some some good questions here in the comments. Go ahead, Grace.
0: Oh, I I was just going to bring up there. There's a comment that came up in Facebook and I've been looking at it for a little while. So she asks, like, yeah, there's not a lot of social listening tools within Facebook or sentiment analysis or, you know, I know you can go to third party tools for that. And I think what people are wanting to know is how do you listen? How do you hear the right voices? If you've got a million people or 100 people or even 10 people yelling at you, it's seeming to yell at you right then like you it's hard to know where like which one to take seriously which one to amplify which one to take to heart and which one to just say oh that's just them right so I think people are asking how do you listen
2: yeah that's a good question I think that um let me know if I got the answer right here because I think there's a few there's the tactical aspect or technical aspect and then just listening in general and I know for me most people I'll give let me give an example and so I was giving a speech And I told everybody, Jeff knows this pretty well, on Saturday mornings, I have five slices of crisp bacon, (laughs) three burnt pancakes with two glasses of cold freezing milk every Saturday morning, except the day I had it because tomorrow I'm not gonna eat. So point being, a lady came up to me, she was very angry. And those of you who are vegan in the community, you understand, she said, Ramon, drinking cow's milk is is, is wrong or something like that. She said, this is not a political statement. Please don't start commenting and bashing everyone. I'm just saying what she said. I took it respectfully. She had a great attitude, great heart. She gave her opinion. I received it. I learned, got smarter. Am I going to stop saying that I drink milk? Probably not, but I'm more empathetic. I understand. So what I'm trying to say, I guess my point being with this is that as you're listening, those who are a good attitude, who are not being, you know, especially physical abuse to you or anything, preferably not cursing at you unless you realize they're emotionally raw, receive it, receive it. See if there's one thing maybe you can learn from it. Even if you disagree, can you understand it? Going to the issue, and I'll just use the example we're talking about today that's happening, this defund the police. Before I made a judgment, because for me personally, and I don't mind talking about my views a little bit here, (laughs) is that I happen to be a law enforcement. I think law enforcement police, it's just how I grew up. I'm a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy, for that matter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's me. But yet, I do I now I understand they're saying we need to increase homelessness. I live in the New York area. 34th Street Penn Station, as as many people here know, are full of homeless and, and terribleness. Mm-hmm. That's something who could be against that. How it's done, we can debate, we can talk about. But reasonable people, so sorry for the long answer, Grace, but my point being is that when people give comments, I think we can do better to at least listen to see, does it have some validity? How can maybe I meet them halfway? And how can, if I can just be a little better, just a little better, then, then that's been a good start.
1: Yeah. Very, very good. So this next question I want to ask is so, and I want to take it from both as the leader of an organization or a small business as you are like on the top, but also if you are underneath somebody of an organization. So, What happens if, you know, you lead or you represent your business like you yourself or even your boss? um, Then they say something that they later regret because we've all said things that we have, you know, (laughs) had problems. You know, we've we've all made mistakes. uh, We all have. So do you have any wisdom or tips? That people can handle missteps or misunderstandings because now with social media, which we, you know, last time you have to go check on the microfish and you see what they actually said back in the newspapers. Now we can just go back to Twitter and go back, you know, years and, and see um, that's right. how do we like, you know, do this in a, in a way that's transparent and honest.
2: Yeah, it's tough. And I think the best example I can give is that, you know, when I talked about my fellow NSA, National Speakers Association colleague who said, so So one, Jeff, of course, it depends on what it is, you know, that there's, that's a given, you know, but I think that one was where a good guy, good heart, as far as I can tell, nice guy, but he said, listen, I could have tried harder. He was talking about how on the stage he had like five, to, five to 10 white people. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, I'll just repeat what he said. He, they were like, you know what, we need some more diversity, black, brown, Asian or whatever. But the point is, we need more people diverse. And he's like, okay, let's just try. Oh, uh, we tried. Sorry, let's move on. And in hindsight, he was like, you know what? I could have tried just a bit harder. That's one. You know, you just, you you can bring it out and like that. Two, there's stupid statements that you say, Jeff, we all made. Most of us are not bad people, evil people. We, we have the, Jeff has the life he lives. Grace has her upbringing, life she lives. I have mine. So I think with that, Jeff, if you, especially say something last week, mm-hmm. I think a public acknowledgement, I think most reasonable people will forgive. Hey, guys, can you all come together? Jeff and Grace, my team, come on, come, come to the conference room. Hey, Grace, yesterday, Grace, I said that, you know, I didn't like your, your painting behind you, Grace. I just, I said, made a raw joke and it hurt you, uh, you know, you thought, see what I'm trying to get at, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, Grace will receive that. I've said it publicly. Forgive me. I've learned, guys. Do I have your forgiveness? Jeff says, okay, remote. So it may sound silly, but I think acknowledgement is what p- many people want. We all make mistakes. Now, as an employee, let's take, if I, if I may, again, just speaking raw, Amy Cooper, right? She did, the, if, if people don't know it, there's a black man who was bird watching. She took the video and said, I'm going to scream and say, oh, black man's hurting me. Mm. She can repent. I, I'm willing to forgive, but I think it does something, show something at her core that's problematic. And I think her employer, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be political here. I'm just trying to right, help right, right. Examples. Her employer fired her. I think that's all they could do. They had to. And I hope. She gets a good job somewhere else. I hope she learns. I hope she realizes that she needs to, that opened up her heart. So I hope that helps Jeff and Grace with these lines. You know, there's some stupid things you say, some things you do that are real egregious, things you do as a childhood that you, listen, I was a bonehead there. I thought purple people were dumb. That was stupid to me. I I was nine. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the way I see. And I hope this is helpful. But again, thanks to comments. I love the comments. Keep them coming. But what, what does that, that make sense? Uh, Jeff? Yeah, yeah
1: I, that was great. I think so. And also Lori says that she goes, thanks, Ramon, for the milk example. Active listening is so important, even if we still don't end up on the same side. The discussion itself is such an essential part of change. Yeah. So and also what you just said, Ramon, about, you know, gathering people together, you know, not on Twitter, but you were saying like inside the the conference room and saying, listen, man, I should not have said that derogatory comment. And even if you didn't take it as it was, I shouldn't have said it. And please forgive me. And I think, man, if more people did that, then the world would be a better
2: place. So. Can I ask one question rhetorically, Jeff, you don't, you and Grace don't have to answer, but I'll just share. What do you do if you're on the receiving end of it? I've, I worked for a company before and a guy, he kept talking about like black, 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 I sensed that he was a 97% decent guy. You know, we mm-hmm. joked around, but mm-hmm. like, you said Romo, you're my brother. I'm so glad that you're here. You're like the only black guy. If we have 900 employees. I didn't know if he was exuberant and generally like, yes, I've been crying for diversity and then he's here. Cause we both have the people of faith. So right. it was mixture. my point being, and again, I'm not looking for a vote here, right, but right. I would, to learn myself, like, cause as I'm learning, I'm learning Jeff and Grace myself. I'm educating myself with this. Should I have said, Hey, listen, dude, I appreciate you understand it, but you don't have to keep calling me the black guy. We can we can stop now. You know, should I have said it? Because me, I'm more of a Mm non-confrontationalist. And I just, I just every time I I just walked away. I mean, not walked away, but I just smiled and Nervous chuckle we do, you know, that I'm sure yeah. we've all done it. <laughs> yes.
0: <that> was, <laughs> so. Oh, you're so funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> I get the, I, I get, I usually get the opposite of that. Or like, oh, Grace, I forgot you're not white. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to assume you meant whatever you meant by that in the best possible way. Right. <laughs> yeah. So my point um,
2: is, you take on, you know, you have to, right. this is a rhetorical, but what do you do when you're told those things that are not egregious? Like, yeah. it's uncomfortable. Do you? Shout out back to Grace or just say, no, that listen, let me let it go. So, yeah, continue on. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. But I really want to bring back to the point you're making about, hey, I made a mistake. I, you know, and I think the importance of that, too, is it shows that you're the potential for growth. Right. And when yeah. you have a growth mindset and you allow yourself to have a growth mindset, people pick up on that and that becomes your that becomes your company culture, right? Especially as a leader.
2: Yes, exactly. That's so that's so true. And I think growth, growth, growth is very important. One of my friends, he hates police. He hates cops. He hates them. And for a while, Jeff and Grace, I was a bit annoyed because I've already told you my appreciation for them again. I don't need to, but I will for the sake of the discussion. There are bad apples. Cops that need right. to be fired instantly. I think right. we all agree on that. But that just happened in my upbringing. Point is, we've had some great discussions because I was able to learn From his background, because I know this kid being arrested unjustly, having his head slammed to the ground unjustly, being in handcuffs. He is one angry dude. Mm. I've never gone through that. Midwestern roots and, you know, even I was raised in Brooklyn, but still my life and my path journey, it's been different. So to your point, Grace, what I'm trying to say is that we, we all have different paths. And I now I understand him. I disagree, but I understand where he's coming from. And we're both learning. I'm learning to get off my my uh, platform of, of, of even possible some privilege in my own race that I may have had mm. and learning to be empathetic towards him. And he's learning. You know what? He's slowly, I think, realizing I don't have to have this anger towards all cops. So.
1: That's a great example. Thank you for sharing all these real life examples. That makes it so much, I guess, realer. I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I mean. Deeply it's,
0: deeply personal. Yes, like and it, I appreciate that. A,
1: that's what I love talking yeah. to Ramon. So he, he's always like this. So you, this is a great question from Kristen. And Grace had dropped it to me in the comments. And I wanted to bring this. So she goes, uh, do you have any tips on showcasing diversity in marketing without tokenizing or looking inauthentic? So we, all, it was the same thing with COVID. All of a sudden, these people came out with all these statements that were like, I haven't seen you send an email in like ever, you know, like you're my dry cleaner or whatever. And so and a lot of times we were seeing a lot of like inauthentic messages that almost look copied and pasted. So what is your advice on, you know, man, I want to support this. I want to give resources. I want to do this, but I don't want to look like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon and checking that box.
2: No, I think it's important. I think, by the way, before I forget and answer that directly, please, if you want to leave Christian's question up for sure. two more seconds, because I have a short memory, Jeff, as you know, I like I forget my name sometimes. That's the only reason I got a driver's license, just so I can remember my name. But point is, is that, um, uh, yes, I want to give a shout out to Canva. I just want to say somebody commented that a Canva mm-hmm. blew up and has a ton of more image diversity. Shout out to them. You know, so I just want to I want to. I hope you guys don't have any sponsors that compete with him. So I'm gonna again, good Canva. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody, get a Canva subscription right now. So, <laughs> um, but Kristen, yeah, to your point, I think Kristen at, at this tactical issue, what I would say. I, for me, there's, if you have other comments and ideas here, please share them in the comments. But I think this is a more transactional thing. Just in all of our marketing, be sensitive to our colors, be sensitive to the people we're putting forth. If normally used to all white people, that's kind of the default for many images have some color of some, of, of some form, mm. uh, Asians, Philippines, uh, Koreans, uh, uh, Spanish people, you know, the, the hair type, all hair doesn't have to be long and flowing in the wind. You know, even bearded people, how do you think Jeff feels all day long with clean shaven people like me? So my point being that the way to be to be authentic, I think is we have to keep making effort. And if people call you, say you're inauthentic, you just keep going and do what you can do. That's all you can do. But I think for sure, us as marketers, I think that's one big thing we can do is we can stop just using the default icons. First of all, you got you know two brown guys, two white guys, and three girls, beige girls, you know whatever it is in a company. And why do you use the default iStock uh, photo of five white guys in suit? Stop that! Those guys who you pulled down, you stole from Google, don't look like you anyhow. So stop it. So I think that's how we can start, as Justin. Thanks, Kristen adding more color and being it listen i'm i've been cognizant of it for a while but even my designers i have a designer who i use yeah. in the philippines he gives me great design and the instinct is you know the hand on the camera whatever it's all white right. white, white white dude none wrong white people jeff is my friend but we gotta mix it up sometimes. <laughs> yeah. i'm all and he's not a bad guy he's he's philippine right. he's just it's default it's easy mm-hmm. it's cheaper so i'm mm-hmm. just him. even hey guys can we have some mix?
1: So that's what I would say. That's great. There, there's another great question that I want to pull up, and this is, I think, great for this today's conversation. It's from Group 9 Markers. They go, do you have any advice for people of color in the industry bringing up this conversation to clients who aren't of color? My concern is a disconnect between personal beliefs causing friction. I think this is a real, real issue for uh, entrepreneurs
2: and business people. It's powerful, and I think that my. And thank you for asking the question. My my tip on that again. Need your advice on that. A. I'm going to say it again a lot today probably. Empathy, empathy, empathy on both sides. Two, patience, patience, patience. Unless you're dealing with people who you know are first class jerks and just need to be you know, ver- assuming they're regular nice humans. Mm-hmm. Two is is patience. Three, education. Remember, Grace didn't grow up on my street. I didn't grow up on her street. Jeff didn't grow up in my hood, I didn't grow up in his hood. We all had different experiences. Jeff's like his rice one way, Grace likes her rice one way, me. My point I'm trying to get at, as a person of color, speaking to people who are not people of color, I have to realize they don't know my journey and it's patience, patience, patience. That's the way to overcome that. That's the way to overcome that. Mm. That's great. Thanks, Ray.
0: I love all the points that you're making. And and uh, if it's OK for me to interject, you know, I've been seeing a lot. Um, this is actually a meme going around where you, you look at the timing it took for every movement, right, whether it was women's suffrage, whether it's voting, whether it's this right or that right. And you look at the time it took. It was like 360 days for this one, you know, 400. And when we learn about history, it's like this just happened and then this happened and then this happened and this happened. And here's the dates and here's the time. And please go take it. your eight, you know your history test. Right. But so I think I like your message of uh, patience and taking the time and understanding it's not going to happen right away, but it is happening.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And may I mention one more thing, Jeff and Grace? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, just wanted to, just wanted I, I don't have, I think we've demystified or I've talked about a few things in this context about defund the police, you know, what, what the context of that could be or not, again, not making judgment. But I do want to say one thing about the aspect of all, all lives versus black lives, just to help educate. Again, I hope it comes off okay, because I've wanted it myself. And I think just to help people, I think that some people are pushing back Ramon. This is not just about black lives. It's all lives. I just want to underline from my perspective, I think everybody agrees all, all lives. I think any decent right, person, right. but I think that what I think the movement is about, what I even. And I'm saying is that for today, this period, it's our turn. Our turn, not right. in a negative way, but George Floyd, it happened. This is the time to talk about the US historical race relations and slavery and desegregation and redlining. So I think just to people understand it, we're not saying, I think, that Black lives and we should get about anybody else, it's just a focus today on race relations in the USA, especially this black white issue that we've had for years. So I just wanted to add that if it's helpful for some understanding who can't get there, who are like, man, what black lives, but what about Puerto Ricans? What about white people in Appalachia? What about Greeks? You know, that's we're not saying not them. It's just saying, let's focus on this issue and address some big historical uh, uh, imbalances that have happened, if that's helpful. Right,
1: yeah, so we've got another great question from our pal Jim Jonas who's uh, we meet with on Tuesday and uh, Jim goes given the 24-hour news cycle what is the window of opportunity for a small business to make mm. a statement before it seems out of place i think that is an, a great a great question thanks jim
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Jim. And I think really, honestly, I think you need to take that move today. If you're listening and you plan to make a statement on something, I think doing a statement, especially if you're going to mention George Floyd's name or something like that, doing it next month, that for sure, as Christian alluded to, it sounds really weird and inauthentic. However, I think that especially if you're not mentioning a name, it's taking you some time to get yourself together whatever the reason is you've been struggling with this. You're like, you know what, this conversation hopefully has helped me see something. I think it's fine to, to, uh, and by the way, at the end of this discussion, I'll give some resources, something that I have that may help, but I think that it's okay to say, listen, we, we, two weeks ago, we've seen the news that's happening and we just want to say to our customers and everyone that really, we, we love you. We support, you know, whatever, I'm not going to, whatever the wording you want to think of. So I think that may never be out of style, but definitely, you know, the longer that goes back, if you want to kind of, you know, Black Lives Matter, and George Floyd shouldn't have died, and you're doing it in, in December. It's Christmas time. That that's a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, man, so many good questions, you guys, and comments. You know, this could have gotten really crazy, and you guys in the comments, uh, and we're going, you know, live everywhere. Are amazing, great questions, great discussion that's going on, and it just makes me really excited to have you guys watch and listen. So, um, Grace, you have one more question out you wanted to to ask, and so go right ahead.
0: I do. I want to close this up with the question of, you know, this has been a fantastic conversation with you, and I really, really appreciate your time and your insights and, and your personal stories with all of this. So, I want to thank you so much for being here and having this conversation with us. And if companies... Want to go beyond this conversation and, and want to go beyond because, again, like Jim was saying, 24 hour news cycle. We hope we never forget. We don't want to forget. But how do we keep this going within our own businesses?
2: Yeah, sure. C- can I be a bit selfish, uh, Jeff? Yes, yes. Can you go right in. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Not selfish. You, you know where I'm going. So I created something called the Black Education Fund uh, to help fund education for black youth. For me, I think it's very, very important. I think that's the number one key to success to educate more black youth about entrepreneurship and personal financial literacy. So if you go to blackeducationfund.org, uh, you click that button, you will go to a Facebook fundraiser and I'm raising money for NPower, which is a nonprofit that does that work. So that's one thing I've done, blackeducationfund.org. Grace, I'd be grateful if somebody, if people doing to that. It doesn't go to me at all. I've been blessed, my business is fine, but I'm doing that every 30 days to give it to another organization. So we're almost at 10,000. So a few people on here giving a bit more will reach that and succeed. And I would say also beyond that, listen, read to your children, educate your children, talk to your friends and to my white friends or you know non-black people out there because um, immigrants have a whole nother journey and they have their own challenges and struggles. But to make it simple for my white friends, I would just say, when you see your peers do stuff that's off color or wrong, call them out because that's the best thing my white peers can do. Me telling a white guy, hey, you shouldn't talk about a black guy this way. It's different than a white gal telling a white guy, hey, stop that. So that's, that's one thing I would say is that as for what to do, but donations, read, educate your children. You know, me, Jeff and Grace, we're old people, not old. I mean, you know, we're older. We have our own biases and things that we've grown up with, but our kids, the two and three and four and five and 10 year olds, they can, they can learn a bit better, just a little bit better they can learn, so.
1: That's awesome. That's great advice, uh, Ramon. Thank you so much again for, yeah, just, you know, I just like even more now. I mean, you're just amazing, so
2: so like much.
1: So, <laughs> much. So, where, so if people want to find out more, you, you've, you've talked about your, you know, the, the awesome thing that you're doing for the blackeducationfund.org. But where, where can people find out more about Ramon if they want to know about sure. you?
2: Yeah, listen, I'm a family member like many of you, all thousands or whoever it is watching in the small SME uh, enterprise. But RamonRay.com, no N-Y, no Y, no D, not Ramon Tito. It's just RamonRay.com and then SmartHustle.com. But Jeff and Grace, it's been great serving with you all and being here. I look forward to contributing more to other conversations. But again, the comments, thank you all for listening and, and learning, letting me learn from you all as well. But Grace and Jeff, thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. And as always, we'd love for you guys. Uh, this We've had a great uh, discussion. Thank you guys so much for being so active in the comments and being able to talk with this kind of difficult thing. And thanks for Ramon explaining it and just letting us listen today. So I think that was spot on and, and what we all needed. But if you'd like to subscribe to our show, it's at, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. We have new episodes that publish every Saturday. This one will go out there as well. And our next show is on Friday, June 19th, 2020 at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And we always have it all up in our calendar. You can find out more at socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash live show. That's socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash live show.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. And thank you, Ramon, for joining us today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. So long, everybody. Bye Bye now.
0: Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.